Welcome to the podcast. Folks, don't forget, the same episode can be found on my YouTube channel. Hey folks, it's JR. Back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. This is going to be episode 16, Go to Sleep. We're going to do negotiations in this episode. Also, we're going to provide a little insight into the intelligence gathering by the police department, the information they had obtained about the religious group that Lindbergh was the head of. Before we do that, we're going to listen to another clip from Shannon Street Echoes Under a Blood Red Moon. After we do that, then we'll get into negotiations and see what's going on. You know, you're hearing all this horrible stuff on the radio. Because when Sanders struck Bobby, he would key the mic. And you can imagine going through that and hearing somebody that you care for being tortured and you're having to listen to that. That was Colonel Bullock. She was my boss when I was a major further entertainment district unit from 2013 to 2015 when I retired. She was a good boss. She's super sharp, really good person, very good administrator. Okay, let's go on and we'll dig into the uh, negotiations and see where they lead us. Basic beliefs of the cult, following information was obtained from statements of neighbors, relatives, and cult members. Number one, marijuana is a herb and therefore a gift from God. Two, men should not cover their heads, but women should. Three, men should not shave or cut their hair. Four, the opinions of women aren't worth consideration and women should not attend the same religious meeting as men. Five, cult members should not eat pork or drink clear water. However, Kool-Aid and wine are acceptable. Six, police are devils. Seven, white people can't go to heaven because the Bible was written for blacks only. Eight, white people are heathen and so are blacks that act like white people such as police officers. Nine, the Ten Commandments are to be obeyed. However, cult members are not to go to any church because the churches are filled with false prophets and hypocrites. Ten, cult members should not shake hands. Eleven, physicians are of no value. Twelve, Bible study should emphasize the Old Testament. Cult Background and Organization This group has no formal name, printed no literature, practiced no rituals, nor are identified by any particular symbols. A source of religious messages to the cult could have come from the words in reggae or Jamaican rock music. There was no initiation, fees, or dues paid at any time. 
There was also no outside solicitation of funds by members of the group. The commitment of cult members ranged from those with complete devotion to Lindbergh Sanders to those whose main interest was the free marijuana and small gifts of money provided then by Lindbergh Sanders. Meetings were held at various homes, primarily that of Lindbergh Sanders, and involved drinking wine, smoking marijuana, and reading the Bible. The cult numbered no more than 25 individuals and had no apparent connection with any other organized group and recognized Lindbergh Sanders as their only leader. Zero, 22 hours. Cruz gives Lindbergh the command post phone number and asks him to call us. Zero, 30 hours. Cruz trying to talk to Earl unidentified male black on radio earlier. 036, unidentified male white voice comes on radio and says, go in and get him. 038 hours, crew still trying to get Lindbergh to talk to him. 039 hours, assault plans being discussed again. 054 hours, still no response from within the house. Dispatcher advises crew's radio is loud and clear. Page two, tape number five, side number two, date one twelve eighty-three, time zero zero hours. Parker, Lynn, if I can give you a number, how about you calling me? Pick up the radio and tell me whether or not you will call me, Lynn. Sanders, can you hear me? Parker, I can barely hear you, Lynn. Can you speak up a little? I can hear you. Sanders, inaudible, motherfucker. Parker, I didn't hear you, Lynn. Can you say it again? Push the button in and say what you want to say, Lynn. Then let the button out. Okay, Lynn, when you push it in... Hold it in for just a second and then talk. Are you doing okay in there? We're worried about you, Lynn. Will you answer me and tell me? Talk to me now. I need to know if your batteries are okay and if everyone in there is okay. Will you talk to me and let me know? Lynn, if you can hear me, squeeze the radio button and let me know you can hear me. Need to know how your batteries are. Lynn, how about letting someone else in there hold the radio and talking to me? What harm would that do? I need to talk to some of those people in there, Lynn. How about letting one of them hold the radio? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, what'd you say? Sanders, inaudible. Lynn, did you just say something on the radio? and then say something else on the radio? Was that someone else on the radio now, or was that you? If you don't want to talk to me on the radio, how about letting someone else talk to me on the radio? What harm will that do? We know you are in charge in there. You can hear everything that is going on. We know you are in charge in there. How about letting someone else be the radio man? Lenny, if you can still hear me on the radio, how about letting somebody else answer me? 
Lynn, we have been working together all night now. We got to keep on working so we can get what you want. I need you to talk to, to me on the radio, okay? Pick up the radio and talk to me, Lynn. I need to talk to you, Lynn. We have been working together all night. We are here to help you, not here to get anybody hurt and see what you need us to do for you. Pick up the radio and talk to me. Lynn, if you can hear me, pick up the radio now. I need to talk to you, and I've been working together all night. We can keep on working together till you get what you want. Pick up radio and talk to me, Lynn. If you can hear me, push the button in on the radio and tell me you can hear me. Come on, Lynn. We have been doing real well tonight. Real well together tonight now. I've been trying to get you want what you want, I'm sure is what it's supposed to say, and I am going to continue to try, but I need you to pick up the radio and tell me you can hear me. What did you say? Let the man who was on the radio a minute ago tell me whether or not you can hear me. I need to know whether or not you can hear. I need to know if your batteries are still okay. Say, Lynn, I need to talk to you now. Are your batteries okay? Let me know if the batteries in the radio are okay, Lynn. Batteries in your radio are supposed to be running down now. Those men work until midnight, and that is when they take those radios in and new radios are given out. I need to know if your radio is okay. Will you let me know? Lynn, can you hear me? If you can hear me, Lynn, pick up the radio and answer me now. Lynn, pick up the radio and answer me. Pick up the radio in there and push the button and tell me whether or not if you can hear me. Lynn, if it is all right with you, you're in charge in there. How about letting someone else on the radio and talking to me? I know you're tired in there. Just a little note, folks. On, I know this. I'm reading this continuously, but what's going on? The negotiator is saying a line or two, and then he's pausing, giving Lindbergh Sanders a chance to answer. So don't don't be confused and I probably didn't explain it very well but he's not talking necessarily continuously he is saying a few lines waiting for a response and then he's talking some more so just a heads up on that in case I didn't make that clear earlier page one tape number six side number one Start zero sixteen hours, finish zero forty five hours, date one twelve eighty three, Foxtrot one north. Parker, push the button in and hold it for a second and then talk. How about it? Anyone in there who talks on the radio can be heard by you, Lynn. You are standing right there with them. How about letting somebody talk to me? Need to know if the radio batteries are okay. Sanders, inaudible. Earl. Parker, did you say you're going to give the radio to Earl? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, I don't necessarily want to talk to Earl, Lynn. I thought that Earl might possibly be your radio man. He can help you some to try and talk to me on the radio. 
Because we have been talking so long, so I thought Earl would be a good man to put on the radio. That is all. You said your hand was hurting. Sanders, you go to sleep when you get ready. And when you all get ready there and inaudible, hope your batteries don't give out inaudible. Cause uh, inaudible this shit all night long, unless you're going to do what we want you to do, but you always want first to do what you want to do, inaudible, a goddamn thing, inaudible. Then I couldn't understand much of that because the batteries are making the radio break up. Tell me exactly what you want us to do, Lynn. I didn't hear everything you said a minute ago. Tell me exactly what you want us to do. We haven't asked you to do anything unreasonable, but we want to know what you want us to do. Will you talk to me and let me know, Lynn? I know you will tell us what to do, and I know you are in charge, but you haven't been specific enough. Tell me exactly what you want us to do for you. I have a phone number for you, and I want to call. I want you to get a pencil and paper or have somebody memorize it Tell me when you are ready for me to call it out to you. Do you have that pencil and paper ready? I got a number I want you to call me at, Lynn. Tell if you are ready to copy it or not. Pick the radio up. Tell me. I got a telephone number for you. Are you ready? Please let me know, Lynn, whether or not you can hear what I am saying on the radio. Your batteries are going to be run all the way down before long. Call me at this number and let you and I get together and work this thing out. I got a number for you anytime you're ready to contact me. Take your radio, Lynn. Pick up the radio and tell me whether or not you want to call me at this number. Lynn, if you have the radio, will you let me know? And will you call me on the telephone? Just let me know whether or not you have got the radio. Talk just a little bit. Listen, we have been working together all night. We are working together. But I got to know if you can still hear me. So from time to time, you're going to have to talk to me on the radio so I will know whether or not your batteries are still good. Your batteries are going to be running down real bad. Talk to me now. I'm trying to work with you any way I can, Lynn. I have been for several hours now. and We need to keep this up. So talk to me and let me know if you can still hear me. Let me know if you are okay. You told me you had a cut on your arm. Are you still bleeding? If you're not okay, let me know. Listen, I need to know exactly what you want us to do. We are all getting tired. I know you are tired. We need to resolve this thing. How about telling me what you want us to do? Listen, I know you're in charge, and I know that that is your group in there, and I need to know exactly what you want us to do so we can help you and continue to work with you. Can you tell me exactly what you want us to do, Lynn? Can we get anyone for you while we are trying to get in touch with Mr. Morgan? Is anyone we can get for you that will talk to? Lynn, was that you? Lynn, now you know we have been talking for quite a while tonight, and you know I am willing to work with you any way I can, but I need to know exactly what you want. 
Page two, tape number six, side number one, start 016 hours, date 112.83. Parker, what harm will it do if you pick up the radio and tell me whether or not you can hear me? You're going to have to check with me from time to time. Need to know if your radio is working. How about letting someone else get on the radio and talking to me if you don't want to talk to me? And let me know if you can still hear me or if the batteries are dead. If you don't want to talk to me, how about giving me some sort of signal? Can you turn the front porch light on and off? See, Lynn, I don't know whether or not you can still hear me. How about letting me know something? Hey, Lynn, come on now, pick up the radio and letting me know if the batteries are okay. Let me talk to you. We have done real well together, Lynn. I am trying to help you. Let me know exactly what you want. And I can't know anything unless you talk to me. What is wrong with picking up the radio and talking to me? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, what'd you say? Background, someone says 540. Lynn, pick up the radio and talk to me. I need to know if your batteries are okay. You know, we are here to help you. I have been here all night. How about picking up the radio and talking to me? Lynn, pick up the radio and talk to me. It is time for those batteries to be run out. I need to know if you can still hear me. Sanders, or if I can still hear you. Parker, if you can hear me, pick up the radio and push the button and talk to me. Or let someone else talk on the radio. What harm would it do if someone else talked on the radio, Lynn? They can hear everything that is being said. You're in charge in there. This is to help you, not to hurt you. Talk to me on the radio. Talk to me, Lynn. Let me know whether or not your batteries are okay. I don't even know if you can hear me. It has been a long time since I talked to you. Lynn, is everyone okay in the house? Let me know if everyone is all right in the house. You know, I'm trying to work with you. We are still trying to get in touch with Mr. Morgan from WLOK. I promised you we would do that, and we are still trying, but I need to know if you can hear me. How about it, Lynn? If you can hear me now, pick up the radio. I need to know if your batteries are okay. Talk to me, Lynn. Pick up the radio and talk to me, Earl. Uh, Lynn, I need to know if you can hear me. Lynn, will you push the button in on the radio and let me know whether or not the batteries are still good? Lynn, pick up the radio and talk to me. I need to know if your radio is working all right. I need to talk to you, Lynn. I have some information for you, but I don't want to give it to you until we know you can hear me. Continuation, page four. Time, one twelve eighty-three zero one hundred hours. Incident. Cruz tells Lindbergh his relatives and friends want to talk to him. No response. 0110, Cruz asks Lindbergh if he still wants to talk to Morgan. Page 3, tape number 6, side number 2, date 112.83, finish 0114 hours. Parker, people over there, that is your house. How about acting like a leader and talking to me about this thing? 
You still want to talk to Mr. Morgan, Lynn? We think we found Mr. Morgan, but I need to know if you can hear me, Lynn. Will you pick the radio up and let me know? Lynn, we've done everything we could for you. We have done everything you've asked us to do. Now, how about at least talking to us? We found Mr. Morgan. We can reach him, but we need to know if you still want to talk to him. How about it, Lynn? It is up to you. Lynn, if you still want to talk to Mr. Morgan, push the button in on the radio and let me know. How about it, Lynn? How about talking to me on the radio? Now, you said you want to talk to Mr. Morgan. I think I have got him. I need to talk to you about it. Pick up the radio and let me know. Tell me when was the last time you talked with your wife? Lynn, is Larnell in there with you? Put him on the radio if he is in there with you. I have a message for him. I have a message for Larnell from your wife, from his mother. A message from Dorothy for Larnell. Lynn, how about putting him on the radio? Folks, that's going to end the negotiation for this episode. Things sure aren't looking too good. I would say negotiations have bogged down, but they never got started. It's kind of hard to say they've come to a standstill when you never put the car in drive. All right, next episode, we're going to go back to the uh, radio transmissions with the, the cars, just the officers. Now, if you notice a couple of times earlier where it was noted that either a car number or a voice came on the air, that's going to be officers that are either on the scene or somewhere in the city, and they're switching over to the primary, so they're listening to everything that's going on between the negotiators and Lindbergh Sanders. There's not much you can do about it. Not like you can tell them not to be on that channel when they know they're not supposed to be and they do it anyhow. So the negotiators just have to keep plugging away. Well, all right, folks, that's it. We'll be back in a day or so and with another episode. I do appreciate y'all's uh, patience. We will see you down the road.